0: business isn't growing, here's the four likely reasons. Welcome to the Alloy Personal Training Business Podcast, where we'll share our insights on how to make more money, how to help more people, and how to be a better leader for your business and your community. We've been in this game since 1992, and we'll share our successes and failures along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Good morning, Matt. Rick, what's going on, man? You, buddy. What's going on with you? How's the gym ownership treating you? It's
1: going great. Yeah. Had some good couple months here. Things are turning back around, people getting back out. You're growing it. That's just the Alloy way. <laughs> I like that. We
0: just grow. Speaking of growing. Uh, that's Where are you uh, going? Lewis? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Enough chit-chat with you, Matt. <laughs> Let's get down to business. We're, we're busy over here, man. Yeah. This has been awesome. Franchise stuff going up. I mean, it's just- Busy. Woo. Bad time. Well, I shouldn't say busy. I should say productive because we're, we're not any busier than anyone else. We're just getting shit done lately, which is yeah, awesome. So, yeah. For sure. Good to see some good results coming in. Um, mm-hmm. But to your point- You know, we're going to talk about uh, today the top four reasons that your business is not growing. Mm. Sounds kind of negative, but um, shockingly, negative headlines. Imagine this negative headlines get more traction than positive headlines. Just all a whole bunch of negative Nancys. We are. Four ways to grow your business. No. Here's why you're, here's four reasons your business sucks. It's like click, <laughs> click, 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 click. Is that, that what going to be called? Is this where we're going with this? I'm still pondering the title. You not, suck. Right. You suck Jeez. and here's the four reasons why. <laughs> all right. Well, we all do it at times, right? So, um, four four reasons why your business may not be growing cool it's just through the lens of overall business of course we'll talk about you know personal training or the fitness business um but this is just four general reasons why your business might not be growing okay all right number one risk and what i'm what do you what do you think I mean by risk it's like a risk
1: risk for the client to come into your business like you know why they wouldn't come in because they're
0: scared yeah and and they could be scared of a lot of different things right so their risk is um Maybe they're not going to be successful or you know maybe they're gonna get hurt again through the lens of the fitness business maybe they're going to be hurt there's an opportunity cost right so maybe they're risking paying losing money and not getting to their their end result right, right. so you have to do everything you can to mitigate risk it's basically uh, the sales
1: one on one, right? So we do the starting point session, right?
0: That's yeah. all we do. No, one hundred percent. That's exactly where I was going to go. And, and you guys would be surprised—we don't really rehearse these ahead of time. I'm sure. I'm sure that's not obvious, as, as polished as they are. But we just sort of wing it, right? Oh, I is come, that where you were going? Right. Yeah. But it was it was one hundred percent. So um, one way that we mitigate risk in the uh, personal training business or the fitness business is to have a introductory session, if you will. Right. It's it's basically an induction. And the induction is to align expectations, which comes mm-hmm. into one of the later points that we're going to talk about. But it's also to let them see that there's a process to what we do. And remember, like, first of all, are you speaking to the right customer base? You could you could start even there. That would almost be a higher level conversation. Like, is your message going out to the right customer base? Right. And if it is, why are those customers not buying why are you not growing as it is? Mm-hmm. So you're either like not giving them the right message or you're fishing in the wrong pond. Right. Got it. Once you figure out which pond you're fishing in, it's the right one. Then yes. So when we're looking at an age bracket of 45 to 65, those folks again, they they typically come in with something, some type of injury like a knee wear and tear, back pain, shoulder pain, something like that. And so what this initial introductory session allows us to do is to show them that we are the solution for them. Mm-hmm. We have to understand that they've tried other solutions in the past and not been successful, and more than likely you're going to hear that they've been injured, they took up jogging and it bothered their knee or they were going to some boot camp and they didn't account for their bad back or their shoulder and they washed out because they got tweaked, right? So there's a risk, that's risk for them. And just that first session we can bring that down by showing them there's a process to what we do. We've listened to them. We know their goals. We're going to specifically program around what they need and what, you know, what they basically more of their don'ts than their do's, Right. Mm -hmm. And we show, you know, we do the functional movement screen, which, you know, say what you want about it. It's for those of you that don't know, it's just a screen, but there's tools involved in it. And so it's a dowel and a board and it's very scientific. And so there's a couple of ways to look at it. Yeah. It gives us some outcomes that we can work on. But I think more importantly is it shows this customer that, we, that you know, we're trying to bring their risk barriers down, it shows them that there's a technical process to what we it's do. Assurance feels it's, good. Yeah, 100%. So first one is risk, so you have to mitigate risk right. in any way possible. Next one is friction. So if there is friction to do business with you, you're going to, it's going to be difficult to grow your business. And there's a lot of ways you could look at that. So you know, it starts with you, know, you land on your website and you just want more information, but there's no clear way to get that information. Right, right. You can't click on "Hey, I want more info," or can't put your hand up if you're interested, right? And you want to hear more. So it starts really from the very first interactions with I mean, your company.
1: You don't want to make it hard for them to come see you. <laughs>
0: well, exactly. You know, a hundred percent. Or maybe there's a bunch of hoops that they have, they have to jump through before they make their first appointment. They have to fill out a bunch of paperwork. I mean, and, I'm,
1: I've said it many times in different businesses. I'm like, I, I'm literally trying to give these people money and it, I can't talk and to how anybody. how off-putting
0: is that, It right? is. I mean, and you wonder like, how are these people making money? Now you could land in a market segment that's very underserved that you're solving a really big problem for people and you're doing it at a very fair value. And despite the fact that you have a lot of friction, you might still grow, but you're doing it, you know, you're not doing it in the right way. And you're really just getting lucky because as soon as you get a competitor in your space and they don't have as much friction, right. you're toast. Right. Yeah. And so if you look at the fitness business overall, you know, it typically has been pretty friction ish. Right. right. Um, which means, you know, maybe in the past, I remember when I started in the health club industry, you had to sign a three-year membership. So you had to talk someone into buying a 36 month <laughs> membership. I mean, the default amount had to be ready. All <laughs> right, can you imagine in this day and age? It's like, no way. But again, <laughs> that was in the, what, 90s. And so imagine the amount of friction just to go and get a health club membership if right. you had to first sit down and be thumped over the head until you bought a 36-month commitment to a membership, which is crazy. So those kind of things, right? If you did that now in the current market, you, you just no right. possible way right. with, with the amount of uh, options that people have. And most of them are just dip in and out whenever you want.
1: Well, I mean, just the... the Everything being online and in front of you, everybody, you know, it's so easy to find information, so you just, it, you know, you can't play that cat and mouse no. <laughs> game well, anymore. Well, it's like the car
0: business, right? You used right. to get people in and you would upsell them and you'd go talk to the Wizard of Oz behind the wall and they'd ask you <coughs> ignorant questions like, how much do you want your monthly payment to be? You know, those type of things. Um, know, well,
1: buy a car online and then yeah. ship it to your house. I mean, I, I sold
0: a car <laughs> recently. I mean, when I inherited the car from my dad and had an extra car, so I was like, I'll just sell it. I just logged on to Carvana and they swung by the house, checked it out, picked it up struck me a check. Right. It's like way okay, better than going done. into the dealership. I didn't have to talk to anybody, yep. right? Which was awesome. So bring your friction down. Another, you know, when you look at it specifically through personal training, same thing, right? The only friction we have is come in and do the starting point session. But again, we're using that to mitigate risk. That's just the first session. Now, typically a lot of the boot camp class-based companies are just come try a free workout. They just try to make the workout like super dynamic, but that doesn't really appeal to our particular market because again, there's still risk there. Like, I don't even know if I can do this. So you go in, you do one workout, you don't know why you're doing it. You don't know what it means. And, and then you right. wash out or maybe you're super sore or something, you know? So there's just, right those two things are, are interchangeable. And <laughs> there's a story that I can remember. I have a buddy in the industry and of course I won't name him names, but he's a good dude. He's just really, really technical, highly technical. Mm-hmm. And I remember um, we were talking one time and he's like, yeah, you know, we have our clients come in. Originally, you know, we do stool samples for everyone. I'm like, (laughs) and I thought he was, yeah, I had the same response. Like, like, are you serious? It's like, yes. I'm like, let me get this straight. Like every customer that starts in your business has to like poop in a bag and then Bring, bring it. Where do they bring it? They bring you. Bring that to their first appointment. Like, hey, come in. I want you to wear something comfortable. Oh, by the way, could you shit in a bag and bring it to the gym in your pocket, please? Because I'm going to need to analyze that. While you're... I mean, like, what are we doing, right? You know,
1: they're all in at that point. Y-
0: yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> I will, only want. Well, then here how many times do you hear that from training? I Only want the most serious customers. I'm like, all right. If you want the most serious customers, make them poop in a bag and bring it to the gym. Right? <laughs> now you know that they are all in. You're never wow. losing that person, right? So that's a type of friction that you don't want. So there's a healthy uh relationship between showing people you know giving them like the why's behind what they do but then on the back end like let's not make it too difficult just to get started right? right yeah a good buddy of mine in the industry also used to say like he would jokingly grab the like your shirt and be like just take the money it's like some of us make it so complicated it, to get we do. started got to do this got to do that got to go do this before you come in here you got it's just like come on bro just let them get started and then those things will handle themselves over time yeah, well, yeah. a lot of that too a lot of that friction would be in a personal training industry, certainly where people come in and and like, if, if they don't make a wholesale change to their entire life, they can't get started in your business. And imagine like, when you know the science of habit change, there's no possible way that's going to stick. So why would you have somebody start exercising, which they haven't done in 15 years, Mm -hmm. make a complete overhaul of their diet, right? Start keeping a sleep journal, you know, you know, leave anybody, and, and you know, like get rid of anybody in your in your circle that doesn't support your goals. So like you got to div- now you have to get divorced. You have to get rid of your kids. <laughs> your whole family's <laughs> banished. Right? It's like this. It isn't going to work. That's too much friction. Right. So well, you got to really use that starting point session. Right? Exactly.
1: Everybody does have those. Well, well, not everybody, but some people have those beliefs. that come in. That's total. World changing, right? You're like,
0: whoa. Yeah, I got to change everything in my life. We're just going to work
1: out at first. Yeah, let's just (laughs) build this habit and the self efficacy (laughs) that
0: you build from showing up to the gym twice a week. We'll build a new identity. And now you're saying, I'm this person now. Right. And this person does these things, right? Right. And then it just builds, but it's it's a slow process. It's not, it's not a, you know, all at once. And it's all built
1: to keep it simple and yes. to reduce the friction. So once after you get them in, and it's also reducing that first friction or it's easy to schedule, easy to keep them going.
0: Well, yeah. And that's a great point. So it's not just the friction that, to get started. It's the ongoing friction. Mm-hmm. If if doing business with your business gives me brain damage over time, because it's so difficult right. to connect all the dots and to even, to even reschedule or to book a session in our case, whatever that is, you're going to lose them over time. It has to be dead mm-hmm. easy, right? It yep. just has to be. So bring your friction down. Number two, number three is what's your difference maker. And so what I mean by that is you have to be very clear about what it is that you do. Once you're fishing in the right pond, what is it that you do for that customer that you do better than anyone else that you do at, at a great value? And you have to be able to communicate that. Best workout ever. No. is that not it? <laughs> it's not. No. It's okay. not. Well, think about how many how many people are blasting that into deep space, and how much traction do you think you get with like, hey, best workout in Atlanta. I'm like, well, what does that mean? Like, for <laughs> right. who, and and in what way, right? right? I mean, it's kind of an empty claim. It really is. And so you're really and, and who are you speaking to? People that already like to work out. And that's a very small percentage of the population. So, I don't know. I, I don't like it. I like. I like to keep it simple, as you know, obviously. And I think we've done a good job of that by putting what we do. That's the biggest differentiator on the front door, which is the term personal training. You know, we always say to um, our franchisees and our candidates listen, it's an easy way to differentiate. If you're on an elevator someday and someone says, Hey, Matt, what do you do? You're like, Well, I I own a boutique fitness gym, let's say, as an example. And they're like, Oh, you mean like a boot camp, blah, blah, blah? You're like, Oh, no, no, no. They do classes, we do personal training. And most consumers go, Oh, because they know that speaks to accountability specificity. And if you're fishing in the right pond, I mean you should be solving a problem in your market, right? right? Everyone that's what a business does. Then that term alone should be able to do that. So what we sometimes see in the fitness industry is people try to be a lot of things to a lot of markets, right? I have a funny marketing piece from when we were good bodies that I use in some of my uh <laughs> yeah, yeah, presentations. Awesome. <laughs> and it has so many terms on it. It's like Step Brothers, right? Did
1: everything. Science yeah yeah entertainment you, you should do like there was like counseling or something in there
0: oh, it or was, was like sports psychology sports psychology i don't <laughs> even know what that meant like i guess we talked to you about your goals so that was sports psychology <laughs> but it literally had wellness which is kind of a just a term like healthy you know wellness sports psychology sports performance weight loss i mean we were all things to all you people were prestige worldwide i was prestige i had that before prestige Step brothers if you don't know i should have called it prestige yeah it's yeah. not too late well, maybe right, go it is. another <laughs> rebrand what about all those alloy tattoos <laughs> change them to prestige that's why i never got one <laughs> <laughs> yes you did you just had to remove because you uh, like the yeah. placing of it oh uh, well, yeah you, that was when tramp stamps were cool and then they kind of went out was like, it ever oh, cool no. for guys tramp stamps yeah you thought it was i told you not to but you went down to panama with your high school don't buddies, tell them about me went to panama city beach with his high school buddies and got this really janky <laughs> <laughs> low back tattoo. And then we paid to have it removed because we were so embarrassed. We didn't <laughs> want anybody to see it It was bad for our brand. So I would say your difference maker needs to be clearly communicated. And if you can't clearly communicate it to your market, you're not going to, again, you're blasting into deep space. You're not going to be speaking to anyone. So we use the term personal training because that is different than all the other fitness concepts that are out there right now. Right. Well, um, it
1: helps again, circle back to get to your right customer.
0: I mean, obviously, I think this whole thing starts with like, who's your archetype, right? Who's your ideal customer? Once you nail them, how do you speak to them relevantly? And if you're finding that your ideal customer, if your business is not growing, you're probably not putting out a a relevant differentiator into market, because that would be the first question you start with is why is the market that I'm chasing not currently buying my product or service? That's where you would start. Mm -hmm. And these are the the main four. So we have got risk, friction, difference makers. And then lastly is a success proposition. And that means that what is the what and the why and the how of how this person is going to be successful. So first you have to find out what is it that your customers want, right? And that's through their lens, not what, like, I think it's uh, Seth Godin. I can't remember who said this. I might have been somebody else anyway. Someone basically said the business rarely sells what the business thinks it's selling, which basically means that you're really not, you know, you start your business for reasons that you think are relevant. And very rarely does your customer buy exactly what it is that you think they're buying. They're buying it for other reasons. So the key is to understand what those reasons are Mm -hmm. that are not yours, but theirs, right? Then you can put into market a success proposition. And one easy way to do that in the fitness space is social proof, which is success stories. Right. Like if you could show people others that they could relate to, like that person is my age. They started kind of where I'm starting. And they've accomplished the same goals that I want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. That's really powerful. It doesn't get much more powerful than that, which is why a lot of fitness brands use before and afters or success yep. stories, right? Yep. Because social proof is the best way to you know to to mitigate that. Yeah, they can do it. I can do it. They, you know,
1: yeah, yeah it makes sense, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. So anyway, I don't have a whole lot more than that, but I think that's a good lens for you guys to put on your business. Um, make sure you're fishing in the right pond first of all, and then you know, reduce risk, reduce friction what, you know, clearly, clearly communicate your difference maker and then lay out what your success proposition is, meaning like how and what are you going to do for these folks over time to make sure you get them where they need to be. Cool. Yeah. It's great. All right, buddy. Thank you you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, check us out at alloyfranchise.com for more information on the alloy systems. Also leave us a five-star review so we can spread the good word and help more people.